Hi there, and welcome to the Simply Living for Him podcast. I'm Karen DeBuse from Simply Living for Him. Thank you for joining me for another episode of the Simply Living for Him podcast. On this podcast, I talk about all things simple, whether it's life out here on our little hobby farm, how I keep it simple in my homeschool, or you'll always just hear a lot about Jesus, because I truly do believe the remedy for clutter and chaos in our world is Jesus. The more we desire Him, the less we naturally desire the things of this world, and the easier it is to live more simply. Well, this week's podcast is a little bit late and I wasn't even sure I was going to get it out to you guys because we were hit by the hurricane in my area. We were without power. Um, Even though we have a generator, you know, things are still kind of crazy. But we do have our power back. And I was just sitting on my front porch this morning having my coffee, thinking about some things. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get on the podcast and I'm going to record and put it out late, and I just want to be in touch with you all. So we are going to talk today about keeping it simple in a crazy world. I want to talk to you today about uh, the things that are important to remain consistent when life is not. (laughs) And I also wanted to remind you that last week, my podcast episode was called Keeping It Simple in Our Homeschool. That podcast in one week has had more listeners than many of my podcasts over many, many, many weeks. So that tells me that you guys are hungry for keeping it simple in your homeschool. Even if you're not a homeschooler, I encourage you to pass it along to a friend who does homeschool because I know these days everybody knows someone who homeschools uh, just because homeschooling is abundant right now. Um, Also, if you're not a homeschooler, you may still be encouraged. Actually, I know you will still be encouraged just by the principle overall that I talk about. Even though they're regarding our homeschool, you can apply it to your family life, uh, to your own life. So I'd love for you to listen if you haven't. I've received so many messages on that podcast this week that it's encouraged people. So keep letting me know that kind of stuff so I know what you guys want to hear. Keep tagging me in your posts, sharing the podcast out there on your social media. That means so much to me, and it is so incredibly helpful to the ministry here and what I do. I don't know if you guys realize how much it helps when you simply share my content, share the ministry. Um, It is truly a huge help. So go over and listen, if you haven't, to Keeping It Simple in Your Homeschool. And I promise you, this epi- that episode is not really just about, like, you know, schedules and curriculum. It's going to be about your heart. And I think that's what really resonated with people. So whether you're a homeschooler for a long time and you're overwhelmed, or you're a new homeschooler just starting out, I know you're going to be encouraged. Before I start, I also always want to thank my podcast sponsor, Apologia. Apologia is an amazing Christian homeschool publishing company. We have used their curriculum for pretty much our entire homeschooling journey, which has spanned almost 16 years now. We've always used them in some way, shape, or form. I also want to encourage you to check out their website because they have a lot of free resources. Right now, there's a free STEM activity ebook from Apologia with over 10 hands on activities for the entire family. I love Apologia most of all because of its biblical world view. For me, it's very important for our curriculum to, you know, have God at the basis for everything. If I'm teaching science, it's going to be from the perspective that God created science right? And so that is one of the reasons, one of the many, many reasons we love Apologia. So go check them out at Apologia.com. Like I said, they also have tons of free resources for the homeschooling family. So let's talk today about, well, first of all, I need to catch you up 
on my life, on our week, so you can really understand my mind frame and where I'm coming from. Um, Let me catch you up in a few things. Last week, I talked about keeping it simple in our homeschool because I know that I haven't talked about homeschooling that much lately on this podcast. Um, So I did want to talk about that. and, And I'll tell you, we haven't even started yet. So talk about keeping it simple. We haven't even started yet. We are still waiting for curriculum to come in the mail. I'm still like looking at different choices. I only have two left at home, which is a huge, huge shift right now for us. Um, I will be doing a video live, I'm thinking, on Facebook or Instagram or both. I haven't decided yet um, that I will show you all of our curriculum for this year because I know so many people always ask me, what do you use? What do you use? And pretty much every year at the beginning of the year, I do something like that where I share all of our curriculum. So that is coming soon. If you don't follow me on Facebook or Instagram... I would go over and check those pages out. You could find me at Simply Living for Him on both of those platforms. Um, And also, uh, I do videos over on YouTube, daily devotional videos. You can go check those out as well. Uh, Probably once I have my homeschool curriculum uh, video recorded, I will end up putting it up on YouTube as well. So anyway, we are keeping it so simple that we haven't started yet. I'm not stressed about it one bit, Um, but life has been so incredibly crazy. This year, I mean, a pandemic aside, 2020, 2021 aside, this year has been one of the most, um, I don't even know how to describe it, filled with crazy things. Uh, You know, we just have been on a roller coaster of life, Um, talked about it, you know, before, but my daughter got engaged in June. She's getting married next month. Uh, life has been crazy. She's been switching her schooling around. She moved into an apartment. She's getting married. I mean, talk about a whirlwind. And it's all good. I promise you, it's all good. Uh, we absolutely are thrilled for them. We adore her future husband. They are a power couple for the Lord. I can't even tell you. I'm so excited for their future. But it's just a lot to kind of all of a sudden, you know, do that life change. And then I will fill you guys in on why life has been anything but simple. Um, we had my son last week. We dropped him off. My oldest son graduated homeschool this year. He's 18. We dropped him off at a gap year program, a Christian gap year program. I will probably do an entire episode on this because I've had a lot of questions about it. And you know what? I'll wait till I have a little more information. He's only been there a week, so I don't want to be like, it's so great. He's loving it because I don't know. Uh, It's been a week. And the interesting thing about that is I really don't know how he's doing because part of his Christian gap year program, and I'll explain it very briefly what it is, but part of it is that they have no access to their phones except on Sundays from 1 p.m. till 9 p.m. So I cannot fully describe to you what it is like to not be able to talk to him this week. Uh, So this week has been exceptionally hard. I mean, I'm talking about a kid who I don't think he's ever left. I mean, I know he's never um, left home, obviously. I don't think he's ever stayed away. Like he never went to a camp or he never, we never did sleepovers. I think he stayed at his Grammy's house a couple of times when he was like three. Uh, But (laughs) he's never been away from home. I've never gone a day without speaking to him. I don't think in his 18 years. And for a kid like him who is on the more introverted side, doesn't do well with change, um, likes his regiment, 
for him to be away from home for an entire week and not to be able to talk to him, it is a challenge. I, I, I think it's all going to be good. I'm trusting. I, I feel like this is where he's supposed to be. And we prayed about it. And he was very excited. He was up for the challenge. I think it was time for him to grow on his own away from us. And again, I'm going to talk all about this in, a, in another episode. But um, I think he's doing okay. But it's hard to not be able to speak with him. So this week, uh, for somebody who battles anxiety, I've talked over the years, I did an entire podcast episode about anxiety. I have a whole Bible study that is free in our Simply Living for Him community about uh, worry and anxiety. Um, you know, and I've, I've talked about how God has freed me from a lot of the anxiety, but I will be honest and transparent with you. It has reared its ugly head this week. Um, to the point where I was, you know, crying to my husband, like it was really bad this week. And, you know, it's, there's a lot of things going on. Obviously, our entire world is anxiety provoking right now. And, um, you know, life being so uncertain in general, and then of course, having my son away from me and not being able to speak with him, one little thought can creep in. And that's it for me. It's like a downward spiral. So I have been really exercising my spiritual muscles, my faith muscles, this week, God is working in me, um, but it's been rough. So that was all happening. And then we got hit with Hurricane Ida in my area. It has been catastrophic and historic. Um, it has been absolutely horrific. And, you know, one of the things is, too, the hurricane came through right where my daughter and my son are. Actually, it's a it's a blessing that my daughter has moved out um, to begin her married life Uh, And my son is actually in the same county. So they are very close. They're about 20 minutes from each other, which is great. She can't talk to him either, though. Um, But uh, as this hurricane is coming in and I'm watching, you know, the weather as it's headed straight towards them and she's at her church and she's telling me that there's a tornado warning and or I'm seeing it on the weather. I'm telling her there's a tornado warning, you know, and um complete flooding in that area like you know roads completely submerged um, homes completely flooded out cars washed away I believe it's 40 something lives have been lost it's devastating like this storm came through and it was literally historic so um, you know that was happening I was completely glued to the weather for you know knowing it was coming through her area it came through her area and then it came straight for us um thankfully our town our home i mean we are we we fared very well there are places that truly did not so please pray like when you see the news and you're like oh wow you know those are real people that are i've no i know people that have lost like three cars their entire house their every possession I mean, it's been huge. So that was going on this week. Uh, you know, talk about just like heightened anxiety. Uh, you know, my son being away from me, not being able to talk to him, wondering how he was, can produce one leveling of anxiety. Add to it a catastrophic event in your area. I mean, it's just it's just like too much. And so it was very difficult. We did lose power here, but I mean, we lose power in a normal thunderstorm. That's nothing new. And we have a generator. So it's, you know, uh, inconvenience, but it's absolutely nothing. Um, so how do we 
keep ourselves grounded when the world is swirling around us. I know for everyone listening out there, you all have a story. We are all walking through something. We are all going through whether it is grief or anxiety or a struggle or a fear or a challenge or a suffering or a persecution, whatever it is. Right now in the entire world, I believe most of us are going through something and it is all heightened just by the fact that the world let's call it what it is, is on fire. The world is going crazy right now, right? And so how do we stay grounded? How do we, keeping it simple, well, you know what? I look around at the crazy circumstances and I'm like, praise the Lord I keep it simple. Praise the Lord that I have this desire to focus on what matters most. Because when you're in these type of situations, I can imagine people that have had their homes washed away, had family members lose their lives this past week, all of a sudden, you realize what truly matters. And I always say it, why does it take like a catastrophe for us to realize what truly matters? We should be living with that mindset every day of our lives. We shouldn't have to wait until we're in like a dire situation to call out to the Lord or to truly focus on him. Um, This past year since the pandemic, I have been really, really uh, focused so much more on keeping it simple, like, you know, things that just are things that used to matter to us pre 2020, like, you know, our homes and, you know, Pinterest perfect, this and that, who cares anymore, right? It's like, we are, I feel like I hope many of us have woken up to what truly, truly matters. And so, you know, the good news is that when we go through hard times, it's a wake up call. And even though nobody wants to go through hard times, maybe God wants us to be like, hey, look, I'm taking away all the stuff that doesn't matter so you can truly see what matters. And so, you know, I've been just, I've walked through so many emotions this past week, this past few months, like from the highest of highs to the lowest, lowest of lows. And you never know what's coming tomorrow. You really never know what tomorrow brings. So if we are not grounded and we are not focused and we are not keeping it simple and getting rid of distractions, we're going to have a really hard time. I think about it all the time. I cannot imagine walking through any of these situations right now without the Lord. I can barely walk through some of them with him. And I'm just being honest, right? It's hard. And I cannot imagine walking walking through this uncertain life right now without the certainty of God, without the absolute promise that he gives us for our lives. I cannot imagine walking through this chaos and confusion. I always say at the beginning of the episode, right? The remedy for chaos and confusion in our world is Jesus. And so there is so much now chaos and confusion that if we are not keeping it simple, if we are not focusing on him, and let's remember when I talk about keeping it simple here at Simply Living for Him, years back when this ministry started, I don't know, way over a decade ago, maybe 12 years now, I don't remember exactly what year it started at the moment, but I think we're about 12 years in. I remember, you know, at that time, it was a little bit about like, you know, keeping it simple in your house and organizing and all that. It started out with that kind of mindset, but it very quickly changed because it's about so much more. Keeping it simple and simplifying is about getting rid of anything that hinders your walk with the Lord, getting rid of anything that doesn't bring glory to him, getting rid of chaos and clutter and confusion and distractions and listening. Here's really the key, listening to his voice 
voice above all the noise in this world. And boy, has that really changed and evolved over the years because the world has gotten noisier. You know, it used to be noisy in the fact that it was like, oh, you know, you're everybody's sharing all their stuff online about their family vacations and their food and their house. Now it's like, forget that. Everybody's sharing online like these big, huge, heavy articles and um, arguments and division and political stuff and, you know, just the stuff going on. And it's gotten so incredibly loud and so much more cluttered. And I believe that the issues are far bigger than they were way back when. So we must more than ever keep it simple. We must more than ever keep that mindset that we must hear God's voice above all the noise in this world. I will tell you this week, I was filled with anxiety uh, a couple of times and, uh, you know, it's still kind of like lulls in the background and it will creep up if I am not really on top of it. But I have to say the remedy for that is focusing on God and having that faith over fear. And I've realized that I cannot, and I listened to a podcast this week, I would highly recommend it by Ali Stuckey. Um, It was about anxiety and I... What One thing that she said, and I think about this all the time, and she had somebody on who was a, like a psychologist, so this is an absolute scientific fact, our brains were literally not meant to hold the capacity of all of these burdens of this world. And this was from a biblical point of view that God did not create us to bear the burden of the world all at once. And because of the internet and because of the world we live in with the sharing of information and all that, we are inundated with the suffering that is going on everywhere at once. And it's too much to bear. And you couple that with your own anxiety or fears just about your own little world, and it's too much. And we're not meant to bear all that because, and I've said this before, and I heard this this week, we are not omniscient. We are not omnipotent. We are not everything that God is. He is all knowing. He is everywhere. He is all powerful, but we are not. We are not meant to know it all. I have an entire podcast about that. I think from last year, you can look that up in the archives or I can link it in the show notes. We are not all knowing, but yet the internet fools us into thinking we we need to know it all. And so my brain went on overload this week with, you know, information. And all of that information was leading to anxiety. And then I was wondering why I couldn't sleep. Now, if anyone knows me, I have no trouble sleeping. I love to sleep. Give me a nap any day. I love to go to bed. The minute my head hits the pillow, I go to sleep. I am not one of those people who tosses and turns. I don't know that I've ever had insomnia. I absolutely adore sleeping. And so This week, I would fall asleep. I'd wake up within an hour. I wouldn't be able to fall back asleep to the point where I had to go downstairs and sit in my living room because I didn't want to disturb my husband because I was so restless. Like, this is not normal for me. So this was a red flag. Like, what am I putting in my brain before I go to bed? Oh, every news headline, every article I can get my hands on, all of the data of the day, and then reading the comments and listening to people, you know, argue. I would never in a million years let a bunch of strangers I don't know into my home before I go to bed and shout at each other and watch them yell at each other and listen to all these points of view. Yet I do that when I'm on Facebook reading a Facebook argument. And then I wonder why I can't sleep or I I wonder why I wake up in the middle of the night. And 
all of this stuff reminds me that how do we stay simple in this crazy world or how do we have you know a con like consistency in a world that is full of inconsistency and it begins with our heart and our motive and our relationship with the Lord because our relationship with the Lord is going to set the tone for our day it's going to set the tone for our life it will determine our attitude our action our behavior so if my behavior is listening to all this junk and allowing it to seep into my soul then that shows that there is something lacking right there in my relationship with the Lord so in order to keep it consistent I must not have my relationship with the Lord be as inconsistent as the circumstances in my life and let's face it sometimes that's so things are going well Ah, I don't need to pray as much today. I don't need to be in the word. I'm all focused on how great everything is. Things aren't going well. (gasps) Let me run to the Lord now. No, he is not just there as a life preserver. He is not just there as like a safety net. He is what we operate out of. So if we are consistent in our relationship with him, if we are daily being fed by him, in his word and we are filled up by the spirit then everything that comes our way we don't run to him we already have him and so i mean i'm talking to myself here today i'm i'm reminding myself here because i realized this week i was letting so much so many other voices infiltrate my mind and then wondering why why lord am i struggling i've said this for years so i want to be real and transparent with you because i've said this for years i know in my heart of hearts that this is the way to live but even me someone who you know knows this and and talks about it and encourages others i i fail and so i admit to to you that i failed this week and i repent of that to the lord and i ask him to help me get back on track and keep it you know keep my relationship with him constant so if you want to have any type of consistency in this world it's that your relationship will with him will help you get through the inconsistencies the up and downs of this world and that's really what it means to keep it simple is because when you simplify things by saying i live for the lord alone because really once you live for the lord alone you simplify your life right there you're not living for the things of this world you're not living for stuff you're not living for people's opinions you're not living for anything but him you are simply living for him hence the name right when you are simply living for him you automatically as a result get rid of all of the clutter and chaos in your world now yes i will admit because I preach about this it is not a light switch it doesn't mean oh great I will never struggle but it means that when you do struggle like I have this week I am able to get back on track I am able to realize what the issue is and I can get back you know I talk to a lot of homeschool consulting clients, especially this year with so many people homeschooling uh, for the first time. Many people ask me about, you know, consistency with parenting and, you know, how do we keep it consistent in our homeschool? And I always tell them, you know, the circumstances are going to be inconsistent. Your schedule is going to be up and down because life is not 
always consistent. And a lot of times parents say to me, like, I struggle with keeping things, you know, consistent. And I often say, you know what, so do I, because I realize that we are not always meant. And yes, God wants us as, you know, in order and have like, you know, to do things orderly and have discipline, but we are not robots and we have to be able to adapt to the inconsistencies. So sometimes we think, wow, we're just so inconsistent. We can't keep things, you know, going every day. But I don't think that's true. I think the main big things are what we have to focus on being consistent. Like, you know, I always say, you know, the overall things that you are teaching your kids how to follow God, that you're showing them the love of God in your family, that they know that there is love in their home, that they know God loves them. Those are the things to be consistent in. And when you're consistent in those things, then the inconsistencies of life are much easier easier for them to deal with. And I would say that applies to all of us as well. See, we look at life when it's going crazy, like me right now, I feel like, jeesh, not one week can just settle down, right? But we look at life like that. And that doesn't mean this isn't the way it's supposed to be. Perhaps the Lord wants life to be, you know, topsy-turvy right now, because he wants us to be consistent in our relationship with him. He wants us to get closer to him through all all that craziness through those ups and downs. Let's face it. If you go back to Bible times, I don't see one person in the Bible, a hero of faith that lived a life that was perfect and orderly and never had suffering and never had ups and downs. But it was through those ups and downs that sometimes they turned the world on its head, right? Through those ups and downs that they changed the world. Look at Paul. He was thrown in jail, And he changed the world, right, by writing scripture while he was in prison. And so there's life is not really ever going to be consistent. And we've learned that this year, right? As you know, sometimes I say, when are things just going to settle down? Well, maybe they're not. And maybe the Lord wants to teach me through this unsettled time how to be settled in him because he has settled things. He settled it back on that cross. It is settled. Overall, everything is settled. It's how we walk through this life that is quite unsettled with a settled spirit. That is what matters. And that is what it means when I say we have to simply live for him. We have to keep it simple. Get rid of all the junk in this world. Focus on him. You have one shot at this life. Let's all face it. Life is never going to be perfect and orderly and, uh, you know, consistent. It isn't. So what do we do as we walk through it? We keep our eyes focused on him. We live by the spirit spirit and not by the flesh. This was my struggle this week. I said to my husband, I know I I was crying and crying this week. My eyes hurt from crying so much. I said, I know. I felt like Paul, right? There's that part in the Bible. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I can't do it. I know the truth. I want to walk by the spirit, but my flesh keeps getting in the way. But the answer to that is to remain in him. It isn't to try harder because trying harder is by the flesh. It's submitting and surrendering and letting the spirit lead you and guide you and fill you. And again, 
all that you do, your attitudes, your actions, your behavior, that's an outflow of your relationship with him. The spirit flows through you. The harder you try to fix things, the harder you try to do better, the harder you try to make your life more settled, the worse off you're going to be. Because you're trying means you're operating by the flesh. But when you surrender and submit, you're allowing the spirit to take over. And it's a battle. I'm right there with you. I know it's a battle. I've been battling this week so much. So I get it. It's not easy, but guess what? Building your spiritual muscles aren't supposed to be easy. Walking out a life of faith isn't always easy. And maybe that's just how it's supposed to be. So that God will receive all the glory. You know, somebody asked me this morning how they could pray for me. And I was like, you know what? Overall, just that every single thing we do glorifies God. What else matters? Every single thing we do so that if we're in a tragic circumstance, let's glorify God. If I'm in a suffering time, let's glorify God. If I'm in a blessed, wonderful time, let's glorify God. In all things, in all things, we glorify God. Like, rather than praying to like, okay, take this circumstance away, make everything better, do this, do that. How about I just glorify God no matter what comes my way? It's a battle. But that's ultimately how we can keep it simple. We have that mindset, no matter what, we glorify God. No matter what, we keep our eyes on Him. The consistency in an inconsistent world is that you fully rely on God for every single thing. So that no matter what comes your way, you will be fully grounded in Him. I hope this encouraged you. If it did, I would love for you to let me know. Share it out there with your friends. Last week, I know the podcast episode was being shared all over. Keep doing that. It helps so much. Let me know what you think. Uh, I'd love to continue the conversation. If you're walking out there like me in a crazy time, a hard time, a time of unknowns, just keep your eyes focused on him. I know it's easier said than done sometimes, but there's really no other way. So we can all join together to encourage one another. Come on over. Over to the Simply Living for Him online women's community. We have a new Bible study starting this month. We're doing Romans 8, verse by verse. That starts on September 13th. I'm so looking forward to that. We really keep it simple in our Bible studies as well. There's no fluff, no frills. We're literally just women wanting to dig in the Word together. We have all sorts of resources over there to help you in your walk with the Lord and keeping your... Um, yourself in the word every single day ways to encourage you so come on over at simplylivingforhim.com slash community if you're a homeschool mom and you want to talk with me one-on-one i do homeschool consulting appointments via facetime or on the phone Um, i would love to be able to encourage you in that way i've had tons of clients this year but i do still have space available you can contact me at karen at simplylivingforhim.com and i will set you up uh, with all the information that you need also my books are available on amazon the simply Living for Him devotional is a devotional for all women to help you to stay in the word every single day. And I also have my homeschooling books on Amazon as well called Home uh, Real Homeschool and the Simple Homeschool Journey. So I'd love for you to go check those out. Also, I have two e-courses for homeschoolers, Simplify Your Homeschool and Bible-Based Homeschooling. You can find all the information for all the things we offer at Simply Living for Him at simplylivingforhim.com. So I 
I hope this podcast encouraged you. Share it with a friend. And until the next time, I wish you all the blessings and joy in Jesus today.